재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Mark Wilson is our designated artistic wanderer. He discovers all of the hidden treasures of the city. And uh, this is one of those segments where you want to fire up the social media if it's safe to do so. If you're not driving, there's a whole lot of visuals on offer, including Mark's own sketches. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Kurt. Glad to be here. Nice to have you. So um, what are you exploring this week? Right. So this week, I actually hung out at Jankura Art Space. And this is located in Itaewon. You go out exit 3 And if you're across the street from the Hamilton Hotel, you're kind of walking away from it. That's going to take you about maybe 10-minute minute, walk from... Jankura. Yeah. I, it, what is that? It, it strikes me almost, it feels like an Indonesian word or something. Right. Actually, um, it, it, the original pronunciation is Jankura. And what it is, it is actually the uh, family name of the owner of the space, Mike Stewart. It is the family name of his... Uh, late high school art teacher. Really? So it's like in memoriam to her. Jan, oh, Jan. Jang, Jang Kora. What, what ethnicity is that? Uh, you, know you know what? I have no idea. I should have asked him, but okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's an art space. Mm-hmm. You have a real gift for discovering these cool, quirky art spaces around town. So break this one down for me. I mean, by definition, it is an art space. As soon as I walked in, there was a uh, drawing session with a model Uh, Nell Fox, and it was around 10 people. They were in the space, and they were sketching her and and drawing her and painting her. So I had to make sure to be quiet for everybody to focus. Sure. But the walls are covered with paintings and various works. There are busts and sculptures, you know, hanging around. The other half is... So that's one space where it's the open space where students can sit around and draw and focus on on a model or something like that. The other space are actually... um, sectioned off with partitions almost like cubicles mm. and this is where artists can actually rent out a small studio space oh, that's cool. where they can store all of their stuff their works and they have access to it 24 hours so it's, so it's awesome. almost like one of those shared work spaces absolutely the same way absolutely. you'd start a business with a laptop you can go in with your art easel and that's exactly kind of- right and they go ahead and they store all their works there and uh it, it really embodies just this artistic you know you space definitely Very cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Who's the uh, who's behind it? Right. So the director is Mike Stewart. He's originally from Connecticut, and he focused on printmaking at the Hartford Art School of the University of Hartford. He came to Korea in 2003, and he started, like many of us, he started as an English teacher, and then he slowly transitioned to teaching English art classes. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. And then finally, Mike decided to go ahead and open up his own studio. So in this next clip, he's going to talk about opening up his first studio in Dongdaemun and how that first studio didn't really pan out and how Mike eventually op- opened up Jankura in Itaewon. Let's hear it. The old studio that I had was up north of Dongdaemun and not a lot of people could get to it. No one quite knew that neighborhood. It was yeah. it was actually Cheongyangni, which you could barely pronounce it, let alone find it for most people. So people would see the location of my last studio and just turn around like, oh, that looks like I'm going to get lost. So they would kind of give up. So when I decided to do a move and open up a bigger space, like this seemed like the perfect location right in the center of town. Everybody knows Itaewon. People seem to be much more willing to come to a place if they've already been in that neighborhood. So I opened it up here. It's a uh, less than 10 minute walk, I guess, from Itaewon Station. So it's, it's, it's fairly convenient. The space is big enough for what we need. And um, started off with mostly just some instructed drawing classes and uh, figure drawing right away because that's what I had been managing in, in the Korean art academies as well. And then with the amount of space, we have room 
them for printmaking and other painting courses. And um, a couple of years ago, we, we purchased some silkscreen equipment from a couple of guys down in Daegu. So now we offer silkscreen classes and silkscreen services if somebody wants t-shirts made and stuff like that. But the biggest draw is probably the weekend figure drawing sessions. That's where most of the people come from. Kind of one-stop shopping art experience. That's right. I mean, there's so many things to do, so many different kind of services. And it's really great because Mike has a background with not only teaching back in Connecticut as a TA, Mm. but also teaching uh, Koreans as well here. So if you're non-Korean or Korean, anybody's welcome at uh, any level of skill. You just come on in and and, uh, enjoy yourself. Art education is so cool. I mean, I've only dipped a tiny pinky in it. When I was back in high school, I had an art teacher who said, let go of your preconceptions. You know, don't draw something the way you think something looks. Just follow what you see in your mind, that kind of thing. I mean, I taught, I taught fine art to elementary school kids here in Korea. And number one, that's quite challenging because I did, I taught fine art to seven, eight year olds, but that's exactly what I would tell my kids because we would do still life and I would say, Don't draw what you think you see. Uh Draw what you see. There you go. Look at the apple more than your paper. Yeah. I mean, you need to just focus focus on the apple. When the kid is drawing a face or a a cat, it's what they conceive, what they believe a cat should look like. But you need to actually look at Uh the object or what you're seeing, and you might be surprised with what you come up with. Kind of mind-blowing. Is that his approach, too? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And actually, in this next clip, he's going to talk about what it's like to be in uh, a teacher in Korea and also the general atmosphere of Jankura itself and the kind of people that come in, uh, the kind of students. Yeah, teaching is teaching in general. And if you don't know how to do it, you figure it out until you can teach it. And so a lot of things I, I look back on what I learned, but a lot of stuff... You know, recently I started teaching Bob Ross oil painting classes. Yes, I saw you know, that. And, I, yeah. and I am not an oil painter, but I taught myself how to do it in order to teach it. And that's that's what teachers do. You, know? yeah. you have you, to you gotta bring out those inner happy happy trees. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you guys are offering a lot of different stuff. I mean, you had that Bob Ross thing. There was a, something I saw coming up. But it was like, was it figure drawing and wine, or was it like? You guys are drinking wine and... and you well, know, there's always drinking going on. There's always on, wine. All right. Okay. That's whenever just someone general... has an easel in front of them, there's usually alcohol in the room. Oh, man. You see, oh. I've never done that before. <laughs> you know, I studied, but I've never... Yeah, it's okay, different man, than it's art different. school. It's All different right. than, you know, yeah, university. This is adult, this is adult yeah, art. Okay. We've got music playing and alcohol flowing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the... How are your students? What's kind of the background of them generally? Just a little bit of everything that people just are curious, people who have studied... Exactly. You pretty much said it. There's total newbies who've never drawn before, and they say the same thing every time. I can't even draw a stick. I can't even draw a ball. What do you uh, say to that? I said, you don't need to draw a stick or a ball. There's a model on the stage. Um, <laughs> but all levels are, are you know welcome to come and try. And, and so we have total beginners who come in and, and just try week after week, and they see improvement just by trying. Uh, they can get tips and help from other members or myself if they want. And then at the same time, we have all other levels of artistic background. So there'll be professional artists who have had exhibits and then hobbyists to all the way to professionals and beginners. Like everyone's here. That sounds like a great environment. Mark, um, he made a couple of references, both of you did, to Bob Ross. I think yeah. we ought to take a second for those who were born after, say, 1980. Um, yeah. I mean, Bob Ross, he's, a, he's an internet meme nowadays. He's yeah. this guy with the white guy with the big afro turning around and smiling with a art, with he's, a palette. He's the artistic Mr. Wa- Rogers. That's essentially. it. Yeah. Yeah. My childhood, man. Uh, Saturday mornings, Bob Ross would be on, and this guy would sit down at a blank canvas 
And by the end of that half hour, in real time, you'd have like a mountainscape. Yeah. And the, the man would touch a, a paintbrush once to the canvas and there'd be a tree. It would become like a, like a shiny rock or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. He, he's, he had this attitude like everything was just groovy. He had yeah. this humongous afro. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All right. We're going to just make a few trees here. Boop, 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 boop. If you're having a bad trees. day, that's okay. Well, let's go ahead and let's paint go together. ahead yeah. and just paint this Colorado mountainscape, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so it, yeah. whenever somebody can channel Bob Ross, that, that's a good thing. Definitely, definitely. All right. Where to next? <clears throat> well, we're just going to talk about how the people that come in, it's pretty interesting that um, as years have progressed, it's, it's increased with Korean versus non-Koreans. In the beginning, a lot of non-Koreans, but Mike says around now it's maybe 50-50. There have been cases where it, it may be he and another artist and the rest are Korean. So um, all backgrounds, all different abilities and things like that. There's a bit of – he was talking a little bit about – um, the difference between Koreans versus non-Koreans. And he said that, uh, and we've said this over and over again, Koreans, my goodness, technical prowess. Just they know, they come in, they know exactly what they're going to do. Whereas non-Koreans, they're a bit more I- experimental. They're, they're uh, willing to, you know, goof around and, and stuff like Koreans that. Koreans are bench, what do they call it? Benchmarkers. Hmm. They understand the methodology. They understand the nuts and bolts. I mean, Mike said, he's like, they won. Like, they win every time as far as, like, when it aesthetically and technically, they just nail it. But also, um, you know, sometimes it's good to, say, paint outside the lines, I guess. Let yeah. go of what I you can. know. That's right. You know, bird by bird kind of uh, philosophy. Yeah. What's your art, uh, you know, M.O.? What is your art philosophy? You do a lot of uh, sketches and stuff for our segment and for our social media. You know, it's, it's always really tough because... Um, I I always had a ta- hard time, and I'm really thankful for this segment because I always had a hard time about going in and appreciating art uh, because I'm not the type of guy to go ahead and, and go in a museum by myself. Sure. But I'm really lucky to go into a museum or a venue, and I get to sit and talk to the artists and hear the backgrounds and the stories. Yeah. That's a pretty amazing thing. And then thing. distill it. for In a way, yeah. you're kind of an art teacher for yeah. the listenership, aren't you? Yeah. Um, what kind of people did you meet going into the art spaces? Was it a mix of... Uh, Half semi-pro and half newbies, I mean... All over the place, yes. And they were all using different mediums. Some people were using charcoal. I think other people, maybe pastel, a lot of uh, pencil and sketching. So uh, it was, it was, it really reminded me of university where after we go ahead and we, we draw for an hour, uh, three hours, you put your stuff down and you just go look, you just go check out other people's stuff. You're like, wow, I'd, I never really thought of looking at it that way. I'll just remind the listeners that we've got uh, examples on our social media, on our Facebook page mainly. We've got a whole gallery of the different kind of artworks that uh, the students at Jankura are working on in their little cubicles and in the common spaces. I think you've got a picture of the model being drawn, got your own sketch in there. I've always thought, I don't know why, but I've always thought maybe I could be decent at sculpture. I want to give that a try sometime. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Three-dimensional kind of shaping a space. Yeah, get your hands busy. Or contours. Mm -hmm. If I discover, does he have like sort of entry-level classes in sculpture over there? Sculpture, I'm not so sure. He does have printmaking. Uh, He does that Bob Ross oil painting, model life drawing. They're going to start a weaving Weaving. Uh, workshop, which will be pretty awesome. That's wild. And they also celebrate a lot more of the masters. So uh, recently they celebrated Jackson Pollock's birthday. This is really cool. And what happened was Mike and another artist, they were they were stripped down, like 
stripped down, and they were on a canvas, a life-size floor canvas, if you're familiar with Jackson Pollock, and they were just doing a Jackson Pollock kind of thing all over themselves. When I hear Jackson Pollock, I think of detonating TNT next to some cans of paint. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's not that simple. <laughs> Although that would be, that would be quite him, fascinating. Yeah. And, but it's abstract. Yeah. And so as they're doing this piece, they're talking about the history of Jackson Pollock and everybody watching them is actually sketching them doing it. So it's a whole lot of stuff going on. Wow. This coming Sunday, they're going to have a selfie pop art wine session. Oh, I have a friend going to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's done like Roy Lichtenstein style, like with the kind of like the comic book, like old style comic book. So kind wait of a stuff. second. You're going to hold your phone up. Look at your selfie image and paint your own no, selfie. You, what's going to happen is this is good for basic people. Uh, if, if you're uh, new to the scene, is go ahead and they're going to print your selfie, and then you're going to have that printed out image, uh, and you're going to go from there. You don't have to hold your phone. You don't up. have to hold your yeah. phone the whole that'd time. Be, that, you got to hold your be, wine. That'd be pretty hard. Yeah, you got to hold your wine. How are you going to do that? Yeah, painting you're gonna have to, one of those wine hats. Or, that sounds awfully civilized. Yeah, painting <laughs> and wine. Do they put up uh, any? exhibitions or is it purely just a learning space i'm not sure if they actually uh host exhibitions but i know that the artists that share the spaces there especially with those cubicles they they definitely have their own stuff but they have performance pieces mm. and they have events that go on so i i can imagine that they probably have something like that yeah jankura j-a-n-k-u-r-a it's all over our social media and you can find it on the internet too absolutely thank you mark for another artistic wandering no problem kurt thanks for having me awesome and we're going to be back with our global family when Korea Escape returns right after this.